Hello and welcome to A Little Jade. So I'm very, very excited to be sitting down and podcasting this week because this is my first official episode that isn't my introduction one. If you guys went around for last week's episode, this is just a podcast about me navigating my 20s. This week's episode is so juicy because I was a victim of getting scammed through the internet. Never did I think I'd be in this position, but it just goes to show that it can happen to anyone. And I want to share with you my story on what happened to me and how you can hopefully avoid the same thing happening to you. Now, with the structure of the podcast moving forward, I always want to start off by recapping my week before we get into the conversation starter of the week as well. So how was my week? What did I get up to? I feel like whenever someone asks me that when I come in after a fresh long weekend, not long weekend, just a weekend in general. And people are like, oh, so what did you do? I'm like, oh my gosh, I have no memory. But my week has been up and down. I feel like my anxiety has kicked up a bit. I'm really not sure if it's the fact that I'm just drinking too much caffeine and that's really setting things off. But personal life has been pretty good for the most part. So I don't really have any complaints there. A few exciting things happening. I officially am going to be in my local paper. So that's freaking exciting. I've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes on different projects so don't really want to go too much into that but yeah my week was good not fantastic but you have these and I'm so freaking sure that I'm going to have way better weeks coming into the future. So the next part of the podcast will always be a conversation starter of the week and what that means is I'm going to pop a topic up on my Instagram stories always on the weekend or a few days before the podcast gets audio recorded, which is always just happens to be on a Monday now. I feel like that works the best for my schedule. And that means I'm always a week ahead. I am going to read to you my conversation starter of the week for you guys. Have you accidentally been involved in a scam or had your personal details exposed by an unknown source? This was a poll and the results came back as 70% haven't but 23% had and I really wanted to find out more about this because obviously it was quite close to my heart because it had literally just happened to me so I thought why don't we just smack bang into the episodes with something interesting and hopefully something we can all learn from as well. So I just asked people to drop their experiences below so that I can get some responses and share them with you but I think before we go into that I want to tell you what happened to me. So this actually is still fresh, only literally happened three to four days ago. I thought that I was just having a day at home working on stuff behind the scenes. And then I just got a text message from OzPost and I know it was the legitimate number because I had had previous text messages from them saying, you know, your order is ready to get picked up. So I was like, okay, like this seems all right. And the only reason why I opened the link is because in my head, I had heard previously, if you don't pay outstanding customer postages, then they put a hold on your account and don't send more parcels out. And I need OzPost to send uh, business packages. <laughs> so to send them out to people. So I was like, oh no. So I'm just going to actually pull it up right now for you guys. So It said parcel and then it had a number arrived at Australia Post Distribution Centre. Confirmation is needed. And I was like, I have never seen this before. So I clicked on the link stupidly. Red flag, red, red flag right there. And basically the website took me to me to have standing 
uh, postage amount of $1 and if I don't pay it, they're not going to send the parcel off. And I thought, oh, well, I've literally just sent a couple parcels off. This maybe could be true. So dumb me was like, okay, cool. I'll just like, you know, pay that $1. Cool. Let's just get it all sorted. And then, yeah, all of a sudden after that, as soon as I put my card capture details in, it was like, do you want to add this to your Apple Pay? I was like, what is going on? So I declined it. And then I instantly just called OzPost because I was like, "Uh, what is going on? Is this legit? I am not sure. And they're like, "Uh, yeah, we think this is a scam. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then I instantly checked my online banking account and yeah, no access at all. So as you can imagine, I was stressing the hell out, but I have to say a positive out of this situation and as bad as this sounds, I'm so happy that it was my joint bank account and Hamish was actually working from home because we thought we had a dentist appointment, but turns out it's actually this Friday. Maybe everything happens for a reason. But I just said to him, Hamish, you need to transfer all of the money out ASAP Rocky. While I was on the phone to Australia Post, they're telling me I need to call the fraud line. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had like three phones at the same time. Then I finally get through to Westpac and they tell me that I'm going to be on the phone to their fraud department so that I can block my card and put a temporary block on it. Basically, that phone call lasted about an hour before I got through and then they had just said, look, we're going to block your card. We're going to stop everything. So thankfully on my end, they were not able to take any money at all. Still so scary for the like three hours in limbo where I was like, I don't know what they have. And everyone was telling me they have the identity theft. They might be stealing your identity. So I had to reset my entire phone, which was a process and a half in itself, just because I have way too much storage on my phone that is taken up with content same issue with my laptop. So yeah, I had to go through all of that and delete it, which is something I've been wanting to do. So I guess that's another positive of the situation, but I just want you to stop and think that if I didn't use mine and Hamish's joint bank account, they would have taken my entire bank account and I couldn't have done anything. When I went into Westpac and spoke with the lady, she said that she'd had a client that had just come in the other day same thing happened to her like very similar because she said it's been happening a lot lately and the scammers took 30 grand and I asked oh my gosh can she get this back and the lady said no so I have to just thank my lucky stars that that didn't happen and that it was a joint account so Hamish did have access to it so all is well now I am still petrified but I know any links like not to be stupid but I can't even say that like I guess, yeah, just be super, super vigilant. Really be careful about who you're giving your bank details to and where you're doing it. And even if it comes from a legitimate number with OzPost, they got scammed. So I have gone through ID Care, which is basically a service, and I have filed the Australian Cybercrime Report so that hopefully this doesn't happen to anyone else. So just be careful, guys, because it's happened to me. So I want you to be careful. And I'm sure my sisters are probably going to listen to this like, oh, my God, Jade, you're an idiot. Trust me. I know (laughs) I've dealt with it. But we're moving on and lesson has been learnt. <laughs> okay, so let's get into some other responses from some other people because I feel like that's interesting to see and hear what's happened to them. Also, take notes. Don't do the same thing as them because we do not want to be caught into that. So this one I found quite hectic. I am going to keep all of them anonymous 
so that no one is exposed and <laughs> it's just very private. But yeah, I found this crazy because of the website that it was on and also the nature of it. But anyway, let's get into it. So I'm just going to read it out to you guys. It was very stressful. I was 19 or 20 at the time, so didn't think it would happen to me. I did a regular purchase on Nude by Nature's website as a gift for a friend's birthday. The checkout wasn't secured, so my card details were taken and later they tried to buy an $800 I think it's Nikon camera. Mastercard called me whilst I was at uni to say they thought the transaction was fraudulent, which I confirmed it was, and they gave me until the end of the day to get cash out because they were cancelling my bank card. Bankwest called me the following day to say the same thing. I'm just glad someone flagged it and I was contacted because it wasn't even an unreasonable purchase and I could have easily lost that money. Then something I thought was also crazy is she was also caught by a card skimming device when she was at a cafe in UWA buying a coffee, which for those who aren't in Perth, UWA is literally one of the top notch unis. So I thought that was crazy, but she said, luckily again, no transactions were processed. So I didn't lose anything, but she had a week without a card. So there you go. It can happen to anyone. And of two, you know, two avenues that you would think is legit. One being a university and the other being a nude by nature website. <laughs> Freaking insane. Okay. So here is another scenario. This is a completely different way to be scammed as well. So one of my friends was a sugar baby for a while and we used to chat about it. And I was like, amazing, good for you. And she told me he was looking for another sugar baby and asked if I wanted to be the other one. And I was like, yeah, sure, because I work in retail. I don't earn that much. Why not? I was chatting to him really late at night, going between talking to them both, and they both convinced me to send him some more money. And if I did, I would get more back. And I was always like, damn, this is really strange. Like, why? And I was like, no, I'm not sending money. I barely make enough as it is. And she was like to me, I'll pay half. And she was sending me bank statements, but they were all like five second photos. So I couldn't properly see them. So I was like, you know what, whatever, fuck it, I trust you. And yeah, so I got scammed out of $400. And the next day she sent me a message saying she was hacked. So I lost $400 and I had the guy messaging me, still asking for more money. Imagine that you, you know, you've spoken to your friend, she has a sugar baby, you've talked about it before. And then all of a sudden you don't know, but her Instagram is hacked by a fake sugar daddy and you're like, ah, well, oh, well, she earns some money. Like, why don't I do it? I'm struggling with money at the moment. Then you do it thinking you're talking to your friend. Okay, the next scenario. So I downloaded the Uber app and I had only ever used it once. Then some man in Florida, USA hacked it and did two or three rides and I got charged over $450. So I had to contact my bank and dispute it and try and get my money back. It took over a month to get it back and even then I didn't get it all back. And then I had to delete my Uber account and remove my bank details. And I haven't got the Uber app back and not actually sure if I can because of the bank account, same phone number and email. What the heck? Imagine that. And I actually know the person that sent this in personally. And I remember being like, oh, should we just get an Uber? She's like, I can't. And I, for so long, I was just like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. And now I know the backstory of it. So I'm like, oh, this makes so much more sense. But that's hectic. You would never think on Uber that someone in the USA is just going to scam your money. But that's why I want to release this is just be careful because you'd never freaking know. Okay, let's go into the next scenario. So this poor lassie, <laughs> don't even know why I said that, has been unfortunately scammed twice. So on the first occasion, she was selling concert tickets and didn't know how to use PayPal properly. 
So she thought that once she'd had it issued a payment and got a receipt, it was done and they couldn't cancel. But no, (laughs) turns out he canceled the transaction after she sent him the tickets and then sold them on to 15 separate people and refused to give her her money. But then she told him she'd have the police officer cousin rock up at his door if he didn't meet up and give me cash. So he did. There you go. That cheeky line about the police officer, you know a police officer, it works. But don't get yourself into a scenario where you have to use that. And on the second occasion, someone got her car details somehow and went on a complete shopping spree around Adelaide and spent over $500 before she even realized. I'd love to know if she got that back. Crazy. See, you just don't freaking know what's going to happen. So I think that is all of the scenarios that I had for you guys. But I have to say, after reading all of those, I'm just so happy that most of them came out unscathed. I think the most that someone lost was $400. But still, if you're struggling, that's a lot of money. And you do not want to lose your money. Like you work hard for that. Just be careful. Double check everything. I have learnt my freaking lesson. And I hope that you guys listening to this podcast take that on board and really, really just question everything, especially when you're giving your card details over because who knows? And always make sure the website that you're paying through is secure because you do not want to end up scammed. And Like she said, if she didn't get her bank account, you know, her bank to call her, she would have had no idea. Oh, crazy. Anyway, this happens to a lot of people. I mean, this is literally just from an Instagram story and I've had quite a few people message me. So be careful. Probably could have a shot and be drunk for every time I've said that. But yeah, so that is a wrap on our first ever official episode. But I will be back. I have so many ideas coming up for the podcast. I really want to speak about my experience on the pill, coming off the pill, what I want to do for birth control and my body. I also want to speak a lot about mental health when I discovered my struggle with anxiety, tips that I did, like how to deal with it. I also want to talk weight loss and balance and binge eating and my experiences on that. So yeah, if you have a topic as well that you want to be discussed, like hit me up with it. My inbox is always open. So if you just go over to Instagram, it is J-A-D-E-B-E-N-N-E-T-T. I always get confused because my email is slightly similar. I actually literally had to change it because people were sending me emails and then asking if I got them. And I was like, oh, it's three ends. And they're like, oh, totally missed it. So I am needing a new email address that is not Beauty by Jado 7 because that is just seven years ago. <laughs> anyway, I am rambling on after my little shameless self-promo on there, but you've got to chuck it in. <laughs> Anyway, I will speak to you guys next week. I will be back in your ears on a Monday with a new conversation of the week. I love these. I love getting into it and discussing topics. So I hope you all have an amazing week and I'm so excited for what's coming up and I have a lot of exciting things to share with you. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I appreciate and love you all.